0: and A-Talk. Talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's tin talk.
1: And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talk. talks.
0: get super excited every time like it's the first time.
2: <laughs>
0: hey and welcome to this episode of Tane Talks. Today I will be talking about intimate partner abuse with author L.M. Reed. We'll be discussing mental, physical, and emotional abuse exp- um, amongst re- in relationships. Um, but before we get started on that very serious important topic that many women experience uh beginning at age of 18 they experience intimate partner abuse whether it be physical mental or emotional so but before that i have to give an on-air apology to grizz last week on my show he told me that there was a light-skinned harriet on family matters uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and i was like uh-uh
2: i'm trying to tell you
0: <laughs> i was like no way no what are you talking about and i forgot that towards the end seasons, yep. they switched dark skin Harriet yep. with a light skin Harriet. And she was wax sauce.
3: Wax sauce. You <laughs> hear me? <laughs> she I... was
0: she was super wax sauce and I don't know what be happening with the second mama switch outs, but they be like lying. The
3: original Black Harriet was <laughs> a gangster.
0: Yeah, she was. She got with Carl, Laura, Eddie. She got with everybody, just like the original Envy. Right. So I have to give an on-air apology.
3: Appreciate when it. When I'm okay. wrong, I'm wrong. It's okay.
0: It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I also, before we get into the topic and go on our first musical break, I have to say that I went through emotional distress this week on This Is Us. Every week I put myself through this. Jack died, y'all. And because he died, like... I um, basically I unplug everything in the kitchen. Everything's unplugged. Everything. Everything's <laughs> unplugged. Okay. The blender, the toaster, the microwave. I'm not about to burn up in a fire, and my boo not about to go run back in and get some. St- First of all, it's Kate' fault. I'm mad at Kate. I'm. You know what, guys? I'm going to dedicate a whole show to this is us because I'm right. pissed off. At, do right. you, you watch it, Grizz?
3: No, I don't watch that. I'm sorry.
0: Get your whole life.
3: Okay. I watched Insecure with you. I mean, You did yeah. watch
0: Insecure. So rest <laughs> in peace to Jack Pearson. We love you, Jack. Um, but we're going to go on our first musical break. And when we return, we're going to talk about intimate partner abuse with author L.M. Reed.
4: I hate you. See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you. How would you feel if she held you down and raped you? Tried and tried, but she never could escape you. She wasn't love, and I'd ask you half. I mean, why? What kind of love from a nigga would black your eye? What kind of love from a nigga every night make you cry? What kind of love from a nigga make you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he bought you things and gave diamond rings but them things wasn't worth none of the pain that he brings and you stayed what made you fall for him that nigga had the power to make you crawl for him i thought you was a doctor be on call for him smack you down because he said you was too tall for him huh. that wasn't love baby girl you was dreaming i could have killed you when you said your he was
1: growing from his blind, and it'll take over your mind what you think is love it's truly not you need to elevate and find is blind, and it'll take over your mind, what you think is love, it's truly not, you need to
4: elevate and find, I don't even know you when I kill you myself, you played with her like a doll, and put her back on the shelf, wouldn't let her go to school, and better herself, she had a baby by your ass, and you ain't no help, uh-huh, big time hustler, snake motherfucker, one's born every day, and every day she was your sucker, how could you beat the mother of your kids, how could you tell her that you love her, don't give a fuck if she lived, she told me she would leave you, I admit it, she did, but came back, made up a lie about you missing your kids, sweet kisses, baby ain't even know she was your mistress, had to deal with bitch fights and phone calls from your bitches, lost like you possessed her, telling me to mind my business, that it was her life, and stay the fuck out of it, I tried and said, just for him, I keep a ready clip, love is
1: blind
4: and it'll take over your mind
1: what you think is love is truly not you need to elevate and find love is blind and it'll take over your mind what you think is love is truly not you need to
4: You and I want you dead. Don't know the facts, but I saw the blood pour from her head. See, I lay down beside her in the hospital bed. And about two hours later, doctor said she was dead. Had the nerve to show up at her mother's house the next day to come and pay your respects to help the family pray. Even now, down on one knee and let a tear drop. Before you had a chance to get up, you heard my gun cop Praying to me now, I ain't God but I pretend I ain't start your life a nigga, I'ma bring it to an end And I did, clear shots and no regrets Never cops coming, lock me under the jail Nigga, whatever, my bitch, fuck that, my sister You can never figure out, even if I let you live What I love was all about I consider her my blood and it ain't come no thicker Love is
1: blind,
4: and it'll take over your mind
1: love is truly not you need to elevate and find is blind and it'll take over your mind what you think is love is truly not you need to elevate and find' it's blind and it'll take over your mind what you think is love is truly not you need to elevate and find love is blind and it'll take over your Not you need to elevate and find this blind,
5: and it'll take over your mind.
0: is love is truly not you need to elevate and find and welcome back to this edition of today talks if you're just now tuning in live we will be discussing intimate partner abuse and domestic violence um experience and relationships with author lm reed and welcome to the show lm um aka london (laughs) hey Welcome. We're so glad to have you. London is the author of the book, Run Sis. She wrote this book about an experience that she had where she was in an abusive relationship. So we're just so glad to have you at the show. Please tell us a little bit about your background and why you decided to write this book, Run Sis. Okay, so
6: I'm actually really
0: happy you invited me, first of all. Oh, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you.
6: (laughs) So, background. That's kind of a loaded question, but I am from Flint, Michigan. I also went to Flint Central, which i hey. mama likes, Like CHS, <laughs> CHS, um, <laughs> and then I moved mm. to Detroit.
0: <laughs> Grizz, Grizz is being a hater. He big he red, is unfortunately, oh. attended um, that other school. So
3: I'm glad she's from Flint. It's all good. We
0: family. <laughs> okay, eight one zero. All right, magnet um, program. Hello. <laughs> Go ahead, London. Sorry.
6: Okay. So I went to Wayne State and I studied Near Eastern Studies um, in Arabic. Did absolutely nothing with that degree. I'm in uh, the mortgage business now. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I guess an unconventional answer of my background. I feel like I'm a total badass personally. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Shout out to all the I'm, badasses of the world. Yes. <laughs> I'm a
6: concert junkie. I like to travel, but that's pretty much.
0: I guess how I would describe myself would the excellent background. Okay. So what inspired Run sis? Like what was the motivation behind it? I know that you personally were it was in an abusive relationship, but what sparked you to be like, I have to get this off my chest, I gotta get this off my heart and I you know, you just said you were a badass. It was very badass of you and very brave of you to share such an experience because a lot of people are embarrassed so what was the motivation
6: absolutely so it didn't start out as like a project for me to write a book um i unfortunately have a very photographic memory so that's a gift and a curse Mm -hmm. so i still have nightmares about satan so if you read the book you know i refer to him as satan or he who we shall not name Mm -hmm. because i give his real name zero life Mm-hmm. and i was having nightmares so i just started writing in my phone literally in my notes on my iphone and then i finally looked at it and i'm like yo this is like 40 pages mm-hmm. so i kept going and then i started you know consciously saying well maybe i will write a book and then you have run six.
0: <laughs> run sis oh wow okay so well, I'm going to just get into asking you some questions So how mm-hmm. did you come up with the title Run Sis Because or, is it more so that you're trying to You wrote this book because you want to share With other young ladies that Once you read this book And if you have experienced anything Like the things that I've described here In this book Sis I want you to run and I want you to run fast as hell Is You know is that a little bit of it
6: All of that But it actually didn't start out As Run Sis It actually started out as Affected. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the title for like six to eight months. And I knew I didn't love it. I was terribly underwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this really does not do anything for me. So it probably won't do anything for other people. And then I uh, decided, you know what? I want my cover to be what what comes to mind when I think of him, which is him choking me. Mm -hmm. So I pitched that idea so one of my best friend's cousins who's a photographer I just text him like hey I wrote a book I want you to be the photographer and I'm like don't judge me but I need you to take pictures of my choking me
2: mm-hmm.
6: he's like oh okay so then I thought yeah what you said like run sis I want you to read that and think run like hell like get away from his ass he is mm-hmm. all that like sis I love you like we are in the same boat I've been there and I wish somebody would have really told me like no seriously run away from him mm-hmm. people talk to me but it never really clicked so that's why the book is so honest so, and, yeah.
0: so you said no one ever told you to run away or leave him what were they telling you were they saying that he's gonna change He's gonna he's gonna get better stick it out like what were they telling you if they weren't telling you to get away from his ass
6: so Not literally run, Okay. But, you know, they always tell me, like, oh, he's cheating on you. You know, he's still fucking his baby mama. You know, this girl's not going away. You know, his quote-unquote best friend. Like, he's fucking her too. And it was like, you know, this is starting to get abusive. And I did quote Carrie in the book. And she does mention it in a message she sent to me on Facebook. Like, it's getting physical.
0: You You quoted who? Who is Carrie?
6: No, Yeah, I quoted Carrie in the book.
0: Oh, Carrie in the book. Okay, that's your friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I was only able to, you know, read a few excerpts from the book, you know, because um, I've been I'm very busy. And we'll get on to that later on in, um, in the discussion. But so you said that people, it started with the cheating and people saying that he's still going back and forth with his baby mama. Do you think that the abuse, before it got physical, it, it definitely was, do you think it was mental and emotional? And can you Um, speak to that and talk talk about how those things made you feel? Did you have a, besides the people telling you that, oh boy, doing X, Y, and Z, did you have an mm -hmm. inkling or a feeling that he was, he was, you know, uh, doing these behaviors and, and how did you feel emotionally about it?
6: Definitely. So I don't know, you know, what sections you wrote, but I met him after a very traumatic car accident. It was a 19 car accident and I was in emotional shambles. I I had PTSD. Mm -hmm. I was on depression pills. And then he slid in my inbox on Facebook and then that is how it all started. And I wasn't together mentally and immediately I did notice things, but I just ignored it. Like um, that concealer. Mm -hmm. He was very possessive early on. Like, I don't want you to go to Kalahari with your friends. I don't want you wearing a swimsuit at a damn water park, mind you. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. And Carrie um, had a girlfriend at the time. And he's like, oh, you know, they're lesbians. They're going to try to be all over you. Because I was going with her, her Mm -hmm. girlfriend,
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
6: her best friend's girlfriend. And I don't know. He thought it was just, like, going to be some orgy
0: or some shit.
6: So he didn't want
0: you not only around males. He mm-hmm. didn't want you around females. That whoever's listening to the podcast right now, that is a clear indication of abuse. That pos- that possessiveness, and I remember, um, I remember you put up a statistic that I think women eighteen to twenty five experience intimate partner yes. abuse the most, and that is true. You know, in my early twenties, I think sometimes we think the possessiveness is cute, right? It's mm-hmm. cute, and we think, oh, he really liked me. Um, he's really, uh, feeling me. And so it's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm his, you know? So it's like, oh, it's cute, but that's, that's not cute for someone to basically isolate you. Right. So they're trying to isolate you to keep them to themselves so that you cannot run, you know, run away or, so I guess people are not in your business, so to speak, um, to tell you, like, this this not normal. And we think that's, you know, normal behavior. And it's not.
6: You know, absolutely not. And after that, after, he, you know, I told him, like, I am going. Um, you know, he started kissing me, leaving hickeys on me. But then it got excessive, it, you know, all over my body, head to toe. And, you know, essentially hickeys are bruises. Mm-hmm. I'm light as hell.
0: Yeah, you so- pretty light skin.
6: <laughs> it looked like somebody had beat my ass with a sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he left, like Carrie has always been a shit a straight shooter. So she's like, "What the hell? Like what did he do to you?" And I told her and, and you know, she gave me shit about it, but she was like, "Well, I guess we got to cover it up."
0: So wait a minute. So how long had you been in a relationship with him? Before you went on this water trip or before he started displaying, you know, questionable behavior towards you?
6: Um. So her ex-girlfriend's birthday is in May. We met in February. So about
0: three months. Oh, so you had been dating about three months and then he like, you mine. Yes. <laughs> you, you mine. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you mine. <Kind> of possessive. <laughs> and you know, I think a lot of times in that age. So how old were you? Um, I met him, let's see, was I turning 20? So you're about 20 years old. And mm-hmm. so I think that we're women. Women are raised to, you know, get married, right? So but mm-hmm. aside from our education and all that, it's like you can have, I saw this meme the other day, and it was like you can have clear skin, great career, money in the bank, Um, you know, you live in life like it's golden, but then somebody would be like, but where your man at? It's like well, <laughs> it's like you're nothing until you have this man. And so here you are, twenty years old, and this man has claimed you, laid claim to you. He's, you know, marked his territory, right? And so we again, again, we think that's cute and we think maybe this could be my husband, you know. He's showing that, you know, he cares and I'm his and he ain't checking for nobody else. I think that's how we get sucked in. A little bit of would you agree, Grizz, that society kinda make us kinda push us towards Man, I not think necessarily. The, society does, yeah. Today, I think yeah. it has always been that way, not just today. I mean, because we've been always, you know, pushed towards that. You know, get married. You need to be claimed by a man. Right. You know what
3: I'm saying? I For mean, sure. I, I can get that. I get that. Yeah, I get that because, like, you know, marriage marriage is like an important as aspiration of life.
0: It's like the ultimate, right? right. You know, what <laughs> what I'm saying? if you
3: find somebody you can spend every day with, yes, so i mean you know but i mean but if you can't wear a swimsuit at the uh at the water park That's right sense. you then, can't go
0: to cedar point that, 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 with the, your homies right then you're in slavery <laughs>
3: you ain't in no uh, you're in
0: you're in bondage run sis <laughs> you're in a
3: situation You're right
0: in a situation absolutely right. okay so you said you're 20 years old you're in a relationship for three months boom your homegirl Carrie said, let's go here this this nigga say nah baby girl you ain't going so it's like i'm gonna make you look bad so he's basically yeah. like oh you think you're going all right, you're gonna go but you ain't gonna look good because yeah. i don't want nobody to be looking at you so you like go
3: with the girls
0: by no the way he, he punished crazy. me for sure he punished you wow that's a strong word he punished you wow he put you on punishment wild. wow yeah. Yeah. yikes okay sorry, so you That's get crazy. there and carrie's like let's throw on this concealer because he's not about to stop your shine so yes, you boy. go
2: what's
3: a concealer
0: concealer is basically <laughs> okay so you see i got these blemishes right here right but i don't got no concealer on so if i was to put some concealer on it'll look just like smooth oh it's like makeup, yeah, it's makeup. Yeah. yeah
3: oh okay oh, dudes
0: man. don't be knowing
3: <laughs> never, never. I, I use makeup not never.
0: <laughs> not never. Not never. Okay, so after you go London on mm-hmm. this excursion with the home girls, what happens to you when you return home because obviously you were defiant, right? You defied yeah. him and you went anyway. What happens when you came back?
6: A lot of guilt trips, you know, like, oh, I really didn't want you to go. I missed you. Um, You don't listen to me. Almost like you're not obedient, Mm -hmm. like making me feel bad, like he was my damn parental. Um, And this is why he respects me. And if he didn't want, if I didn't want him to go somewhere, he wouldn't go. So it was always like, it's your fault that I feel this way. So he was manipulating you. you.
0: Yes.
3: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's that's like a that's that's a play on mentals, ain't it? Yeah, that's to make her feel guilty. Absolutely and like that. That's that's man.
0: So if you're not familiar with intimate partner abuse, it's not just a lot of people think of when you're in a relationship or domestic violence, they think, Oh, it's what you know, someone hitting on you. Nah. That that mental abuse, that emotional abuse, that manipulation can linger on with you even if after you're done dealing with the person, right? They can tell you stuff like, you ain't gonna never find somebody like me. And if you're not, if you, the woman are not mentally strong at that point or a man, um, until you get out of that you're like oh my god because you, you remember some of the good times with that person right so you're but, like dang he did do this he did do that and then when once you get strong in your mental state you're like I ain't gonna never find nobody like you thank god right. <laughs> I don't want to find nobody like your crazy ass oh my god <laughs> listen Adele
6: was at her peak when I was going to court um what's that song called
0: someone like you yeah Man, yeah, that was my jam. So that was around 2011, 2012 ish. Yeah, it was 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember going to court
6: mm-hmm. and then later on, purposefully listened to that. Like, I just wanted to be sad. I just wanted to be in a sad, dark place. Mm-hmm. That's how I fell, and I'm like, Adele gets me.
0: Oh, so you were <laughs> sinking deeper into depression and listening to depressive music. Yes.
6: Beyonce, Uh-oh. I miss you. She just released <laughs> So did you, court. did you
3: marry him? Did you marry no, him? No. Okay.
6: I, no, I'm not married. So you were <laughs> in.
0: When I, oh, go ahead.
6: I was just going to say, when I say court, I mean, when I press charges against him eventually oh
0: gotcha oh wow so we're gonna get to that so you said you were a student at wayne state university at the time Mm -hmm. was he a student as well or was he somebody that was lived in a d
6: um yeah he just lived in detroit when i met him he was not at what's it called madonna but he he was there i guess like one semester for basketballer and then he dropped out And then he got back in like a community college and he dropped out and got back in and he dropped
0: out. Okay, so you were stable. He was unstable and his uh, uh, instability, instability was basically showing up in every aspect of his life, not not just in his school and his work, but also in you guys' relationship. He was acting out his unstable life onto you. He was projecting on you. Would you agree? Yeah, he couldn't hold down a job, everything. That's crazy. Wow. And then how did he, did he blame you for those things?
6: Uh, I wouldn't say blame, but as far as school, um, I don't want to like toot my horn, but he's like, oh, you're so smart. And, you know, maybe he just flattered me so he could use me later. I don't know. Mhm. Um, but when he, one of those times he re-enrolled, you know, I need you to help me with this. I need you to do this for me. And I'm like, okay. So basically it was like doing his work for him for a short time.
0: What was your happiest memory with him? Like, what is the thing that, um, we out, so I'll, I was in a relationship where I, I didn't experience physical abuse, but I experienced Mm -hmm. manipulation and, uh, mental and emotional abuse. Right. But Mm -hmm. the person always did something great for me. Like, went out of their way to do something great but then you know there was that mental side so when I was trying to I guess you know break free I really couldn't break free because I was always remembering the good times and hoping that we would get back to the good part right so what is like your greatest memory with him that kind of I guess what I would say sustained you that you would be like I wish that he would get back to that part can you share that
6: Yeah, so back to my accident, I still haven't really gotten over that 100%, but my nightmares. I used to have nightmares of my car accident, and I would throw my body all over the bed like I was in my car again, hitting the media, hitting other cars. I wasn't aware, obviously, because I was asleep, and then I would talk in my sleep and say things I said in the car at the time, like, stop hitting me, I don't want to die, and then eventually, I was in the car saying, "Like just, just I hope I die now. Like I I can't take this anymore." And he will wake me up, like you know, London. You're not in the car. It's okay. Okay, I'm here. That probably meant the most to me
0: because
6: mm-hmm. he made me feel like it's okay that safe. I have PTSD.
0: Yeah, he made you feel safe because you you experienced a traumatic event, and here is your night and shining armor. So you feel comfort and solace in him. Yeah. Wow, so you always held on to that. So when he was doing all these things, in your mind, it's like, but he was there for me. He yeah. was there for me. So so you felt like this obligation to him, like, I got to be there for him. He was there for me at my worst or when I needed him the most. So that's yeah. what pretty much sustained you?
6: That, and just some little corny stuff, you know, just my birthday, taking me out of my funk. Um, you know, I was super Debbie Downer back then I couldn't help it almost Mm because my birthday used to remind me of my car accident because that happened six days before my birthday Mm -hmm. they haven't been following me long but my birthday is a super big deal to me now these days because of that because after that I did not celebrate my birthday at all Mm -hmm. until I developed this mindset like you know what I'm here another year go big or go home
0: right so how do you um think your religion Played a role in you staying in an abusive relationship. And I ask that because sometimes we feel like we have to endure especially in, in christian uh, christianity you're told to endure certain things and then after you endure something you're going to get to the other side you're going to get to you know the glory or something do you feel like that contributed in you staying, or or the flip side of that is i'm going to love this person with the love of christ right so we take mm-hmm. on this approach like i'm gonna love and eventually my love is going to be like christ's love and then they're going to change so how did religion play a role in you staying
6: so not in that aspect because I am not the best Christian for sure. But I do make references in my book a lot. Uh, so I'm a Seventh Day Adventist, but mm-hmm. I totally go against. That. I have a tattoo. My ears are pierced. I don't, you know, follow the Sabbath. I don't. I don't avoid work on Saturday. I buy things on Saturday. I don't know how much you know about the religion, but it's mm-hmm. super strict. Okay. So not so much like quoting scriptures and thinking I need to love him like. Christ would love him, but more so some people would notice things are wrong. They're like, oh, read your Bible. Oh, you know, just pray about it. That was probably the biggest thing, just pray about it. Mm -hmm. And I would read my Bible, but I kind of have like a really demented, warped mind sometimes. So I would go straight to Revelations and I would read things and I would, you know, read that I'm a bastard, you know, Um, my father committed suicide. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So I would register things like that Mm -hmm. and feel like, well, damn, why do I even bother with this? Um, But I I never felt like I could pray away my emotions or pray myself into a better situation. Did I pray for signs and feel like I got them? Mm
2: -hmm.
6: All the time. Because we would break up all the time. And I'm like, you know, God, please, just if he's not for me, please just remove him from my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like he did. But then you, you kept, know, you have you kept free going will. back.
0: Yeah. So yeah. then you kept going back. We have um, some people in the chat room. And Brett uh, from Atlanta says, Do you think women in abusive relationships have trouble trusting the next person? So after you is escaped from Satan, um, did you have trouble in your next situation in dating? Were you like very fearful? Did you have PTSD uh, with your next relationship? So
6: after we broke up, I did not take on a new relationship for a little over a year. Mm -hmm. And I would not give people my phone number because I didn't want people to have access to me. This is before the do not disturb feature. (laughs) So (laughs) I would say you can follow me on Twitter. And a lot of guys would be like, I'm not about to follow you on Twitter. And they thought like I wasn't serious. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, We just won't talk because I don't want you (laughs) to have access to me. I can block you on Twitter. So then I'd say, okay, well, I'll give you my email. You email me and they would think I was joking about that. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't need total control of the next situation. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I would go on a couple of days and they would email me. Like I said, <laughs> right. and we would meet up. And then if I didn't like how it went, I'm like, OK, cool. He doesn't have my number. He literally cannot bother me anymore.
0: Right. So if you see the email, you don't even got to read it. You can click on it and delete it.
6: Exactly. So the next situation is actually my current situation still. Um, I ran into somebody that I went to college with my freshman year. Mm -hmm. And he asked me for my number. And it just felt right. So I gave it to him. Mm -hmm. But before that, it was tweet me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> you, you can tweet me you like you can't even follow me on instagram i don't want you to see my pictures but you yes. can definitely see these words that i'm writing in these Man. what is it 10 characters she said
3: tweet me. <laughs> i don't even For have real. a Twitter account i'll be like that ain't gonna
0: work <laughs> <laughs> but you know what london that was a good um filtering you system right. you, you filtered out <laughs> who needed to be there and who didn't need to be there. Shoot, I'm in a situation but if, I mean, you know, that's look, a good ladies out there listening. Have right, right. that dude follow you on Twitter if you don't want him right. to have access hey, look, to you. That's gonna,
3: that's gonna bring up good initiative too. Cause, yeah. Because ain't no man fit to jump through all them hoops with somebody he don't want. Trust
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's funny because now I tell people, but you just brought up a good point, uh, London, about people having access to you. Because I'd be like what's your Snapchat? But Snapchat right. is a little bit of access to you. Right. So I'm I'm yeah. had to say, follow me on Twitter. I just tell her, hit me <laughs> up on Facebook. But really, I ain't gonna be giving out my information. I gotta do. But
3: oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hit me up on Facebook. Don't no it.
0: Facebook. Yeah, no Facebook is too. That's too much access. Sorry. sorry. sorry all right. Sorry.
6: <laughs> you can filter the post though, because I'm good for that too. Like <laughs> nobody can post on my wall without my approval. Oh yeah. And you're... I have like a group of people. You can't see that. Right. Hashtag
3: shame. It's
0: <laughs>
3: I definitely, boy, right. look, you had to get fully approved.
0: <laughs> so, London, do you feel like your childhood contributed to you being attracted to an abusive man in any way?
6: Not necessarily, because even though I knew my dad was an abusive man and my aunts were in very abusive relationships, I always felt like I knew better. Because, like, my relationships prior,
2: mm-hmm.
6: any time they kind of got out of line, I was, like, no problem barking back. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. I never felt intimidated. These guys were, like, six, 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 eight, six, ten, 6'8", mm-hmm. And I had no problem with letting them know, like, no, we don't play those games.
2: Mm-hmm. But
6: I really think it had a lot to do with me being on Selective. And I immediately stopped taking it, like abruptly, mm-hmm. when I met him. You're not supposed to do that.
0: And what is Alexa?
6: It's a pill for depression.
0: Okay, so you had bouts of depression prior to meeting him.
6: Right before, because my president was January six, two thousand nine. Okay. I met him February twenty eighth, two thousand
0: nine. She got the dates on lock. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yes. I told you
6: about my memory.
2: Boy. <laughs>
0: So, okay, I want you to think about what you just said. You said your Mm -hmm. father was abusive. Mm -hmm. You said your aunts were in abusive situations. And then you said you don't think it contributed in any way. But then you went on to say, well, I dated guys, and when they did rise up, you barked back. Do you see how you still were in abusive-type situations? The only difference is that you stood up to it as opposed to the situation with Satan is that you didn't.
6: I wouldn't say, like, when I say, when you said rise up, none of those guys tried to hit me. Okay. They weren't calling me bitches and hoes. And I, I said, they kind of got out of line. Just okay. a little bit disrespectful with me. Okay. All my flint came out.
0: Okay. So, all, all right.
2: Right. <laughs> right. They were not like that. Okay.
0: But
6: it's, different people pull different things out of you. And more so with him, it suppressed things okay. with me.
0: I understand but, that.
6: Oh, yeah, because my, like, my stepdad, amazing. My brother, uh, amazing. Like, I have really great examples.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And I always contribute. Like, I've thought about that. But I really feel like it was because I almost lost my life. Mm-hmm. Not even a month, well, a little over a month before I met him. I was on these damn depression pills. Mm-hmm. I was having panic attacks, falling out all the time, a couple of times a week. And then he was like... Novocaine. Okay. Hmm. You, you have something
3: to say? Yeah, I, got, I got a question. Like um, Britt said in the chat room, she said uh, people don't change. Um, I believe people can change. Do you believe people can change after your um, your Exper- situation? Yeah.
0: Do you think he's changed now, or do you think <laughs> that he is still, um, you know, carrying on in this same behavior with his other victims? new new victims,
6: victims. <laughs> so spoiler alert spoiler I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it back a little bit though this is in the book though so before I pressed charges you know I knew that he had done something to the mother of his chap
0: mm-hmm. and
6: he told me he didn't but I knew better but I still stayed with him what is it so that, that you I- heard
0: what had you heard that he did to baby mama
6: he called me and he was like, Hey, I'm probably about to go to jail. Um, they're saying I choked her at McDonald's in the parking lot. They're
0: mm-hmm. like, Who's they're they? saying,
6: what? Yeah, <laughs> who is and, they, bro? <laughs> and, and he said, um, You know, just some white guy. He says he saw me choking her. And I asked him, Did you do it? And he said, No. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Of
0: course your ass choked her. You choked me <laughs> right. all the fucking time. Right. Oh, wait, 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 whoa. So, whoa, what? London so he was choking you all the damn time for what um
6: insecurities sometimes um i don't know what you read in the book again so quote unquote michael the celebrity that he was always super envious of, choked me around about him um other guys i was friends with just anything really
0: did you live with him or did you guys live in separate places
6: no, but I did try to live with him, and that lasted, like, 10 days. We were separate places, but we were always together. And um, so with the with the question, you said, do people change, or the person in the chat room? Mm-hmm. I know that he has not, but the reason I was like, okay, I really have to press charges because the mother of his child did it,
0: mm-hmm. and she
6: kind of set me up for failure. Like, I'm not knocking her, because I get it, it's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. and she has a kid with him right so all the time i would say you have to do this like he's going to do it again i don't know if you've seen enough but he's like as sure as a coward he will try to hit you mm-hmm. so i pressed charges i followed through and then after i wrote the book i'm like you know what? let me let me see if he's been in jail or anything and he's a three-time domestic violence offender so wow. I feel like I did do the right thing. You did, because- absolutely
0: did. You <laughs> did. You did the right thing. You did a brave thing. You did a scary thing. You did. You did what you had and needed to do for the sake of yourself and others. Even if these other people have yet to do it, and if they know who you are, if they know that you have had an experience with him. And maybe eventually they'll be brave enough to to stand up because eventually, you know, these people are gonna, they're going to kill somebody. It usually yeah. doesn't end well. Yeah, uh,
6: he definitely made me fear for my life a couple
0: times. Why, Grizz? Why are you looking like that? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish he, I could see your face. I'm sorry. Is like, Grizz is looking at me like so.
3: Like okay, so so dead ass. Like. Mm-hmm. This pisses me off. You, you hot? Like for real? (laughs) Yeah. Like Like, he's looking like like,
0: he's he's seething. You
3: ain't no grown man (laughs) if you gonna put your hands on a woman or Mm -hmm. somebody that's beneath you. You don't put your hands on Mm me. Put your hands on me. You know what I'm saying? And Griggs is a big dude. He's like six, six foot. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm clear over 400 pounds. Put
5: your hands
0: on me.
3: Because I'll beat you like your daddy used to. You know okay. what I mean? But he probably here. ain't I, had no daddy. No, no, listen to me. He ain't had listen
0: no daddy around now. when listen he was growing
3: me. up. I do He's not, actually I, in jail. I, I, boy, I do not like this. Like, if it, 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 I mean, it, it, call me just like, maybe I'm a, a superhero or something. But if I see Super you. Super Negro. Right. If I, if I see you, you know what I'm saying? disrespecting mm-hmm. or talking reckless or putting your hands on any queen that I know okay bro i look i'm just going to react it, it's like you you don't have a chance like I'ma rush you, like for real. You gonna think I play for the uh the the, the Detroit Lions because I'm gonna <laughs> nah, hit you wrong like team, No wrong no team. no I'm gonna hit you like down in his <laughs> suit and then I'm gonna stomp you out on the way through because just I mean it's crazy, man, because I don't want nobody beating on my mama, my sister, my daughters, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And like just taking the, the, their whole mentality. Oh, it, it like pisses me off. Like, I hate that you went through that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I hate that because I'm like, man, like, because if I even if, even if I was a complete stranger and I caught a glimpse of that. Like hear you this ass beat. Like I beat his ass on, on God. Like for real. Uh, everything oh, I love. Like on oh, everything <laughs> I love. Like, you know, I and like you said, the flint will come out. The flint you will rise up out of you. I end this shit. Like for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't want to put your hands on no other woman. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because I mean, we we we're built to protect we you know what i'm saying we have you know stronger bone density we're bigger. we're we're we're, stronger. we're men you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and you know most high put these queens on earth for to be a help me to help us not not for you to tear them down and destroy them so like i mean i i get a little like like i had to like my lip was tucked in because i was <laughs> just like like for real this guy is is crazy and then you know what i'm saying then then you you put you and what boils my blood like really you 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 put your hands to a woman that had your child you know what i'm saying she went Mm -hmm. through all of that pain and suffering and everything you know like you know i just you know her back hurt and stuff like that she carried your own flesh and blood you know what i'm saying and for you to just raise her hand your hand to her and just disrespect her like that
0: that's crazy that
3: don't sit well with me
0: so he, oh wow, this, this he didn't just send me to the king. Satan, what is that? Satan? Satan Satan just. or he who we shall not name. You need to, first of all, send me his name offline so I can look him up.
3: <laughs> right, so we can go slide his ass <laughs> like a patio dope,
0: <laughs> Really, because I, listen, you know how it is in Flint. I got my people who know some people that know somebody that know somebody that know something about That's it. That's crazy. And we can handle it. Just a little you know. know,
3: You're you're a beautiful woman. You know, I seen the picture on the flyer, I'm like who who would do this? <laughs> who would do you it, it to this
0: beautiful you know angelic right. angel? Right, <laughs> you know
3: what I'm saying. And she, you ain't loud. You know what I'm saying. You don't come off as loud or obnoxious. You wait, know wait. wait. She let me pause a nice you. Nice little Let's, soft let, voice. Let me pause you know right
0: saying? there. It don't matter if she is loud, right. obnoxious, popping off right. or at the mouth. Right. That does not give a man the right to hit right. and abuse on you.
3: Yeah. You That's right right now, about
0: if a woman, that. now women. Listen, women, keep your hands to yourself. Absolutely. Men, keep your hands to yourself. But if you big as hell like Grizz and baby girl shoves you, you know that you, ha- first of all, she shouldn't be shoving you. Right. But because you know you bigger than her, uh, restrain her. You right. know, scoop her up. Right. You got to scoop.
3: Like she a two-month-old. Yeah. Just put her on my we shoulder. Just, you know you got <laughs> to
0: scoop her and you got to, sho- you know, let me tell you, now I'm all for a good shake the shit out of somebody. Nah, I
3: ain't gonna shake you. You
0: either. just got to shake her and say stop it. I ain't gonna shake
3: her either, man. <laughs> have you ever I been? Mean,
0: have you ever been shook? <laughs> Brett said tonight, girl. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, but I know I ain't gonna shake her. But I, I, I mean, I will hug. You know what I'm saying? I see you trying to fight, and I know you all of two pounds, two ounces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just I, a little crazy, like, right? Like, gone, girl. Stop playing. You know what I'm saying? I know you mad getting there. You know what I'm saying? But you know it's just crazy yeah that that just boils my we're just very
0: sorry that you had to go through that one it was like we you know a lot of people and what happens with women when they are abused they blame it on the woman we can sit here all day and be like girl why you ain't leave or you shoulda coulda woulda did whatever but we were not there We don't know what you feel. And I, like I said, I've experienced a a mental and emotional abuse. So I know what it's like to just stay and not leave. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel like this person has your best interest at heart. But meanwhile, they doing everything. They're hurting you. And so, you know, as Andrew Caldwell would say, who are me to judge? Right. That's crazy, man. (laughs) He can't
3: even control his own life. And he's sitting around here trying to control a woman right you know yeah. I mean? go, go okay, get a back. job right right control a job you, <laughs> right. know I'm you know what i <laughs> <laughs> you know let she died. <laughs>
0: what you gonna <laughs> say london
6: <laughs> um oh i was gonna say looking back i really can't believe that was me because he made me the asshole i am today like the upfront cut the shit black and white type of person i am now
0: mm-hmm and that can be kind of a good thing. Uh, the the rainbow at the end of this storm is you're a stronger person, and it's good that you don't take no shit from nobody. Because some you gotta be like that. You gotta pr- protect yourself at all costs. You gotta protect your heart. Got to protect your mind. You got to protect your spirit and you have to protect your body. You only get one of you in this lifetime. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if, if if he did nothing else, he strengthened you and yep. that's all you needed.
3: That's what the boxing ref said. Protect yourself at all times.
0: Amen. <laughs> protect the neck.
3: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, Brett says, please don't forget that men can be abused too. Absolutely Brett. And I said that. I don't know if you tuned in late, but I said that at the beginning of the podcast, men and women, you know, intimate partner abuse uh, goes across the spectrum. That is woman and man man and man and woman and woman the the intimate of partner abuse that's husband and wife that's boyfriend and girlfriend intimate of partner abuse you know what i'm saying so it it can go across the board like i said ladies keep your hands to yourself men keep your hands to yourself if you cannot talk in a civilized manner then you need to go to your respective corners yeah
3: that's what my problem with
6: that though and i'm probably gonna sound like an asshole is that you're not When someone is expressing their experience, Mm -hmm. I hate when people chime in like, well, don't forget about me. Mm -hmm. Bring that up on your own time. You know what I mean? That's probably very mean. I I agree with it. You know, you should mm -hmm. not be abusive to a man. But I hate when it's always in response to what a woman is saying.
0: You know what you're absolutely right, London, cuz that goes like with the Black Lives right. Matter. When yes. people say, "Well, all lives matter." Okay, or my my good friend Steven said it best you're not going to go to a breast cancer rally and be like, but what about prostate cancer? That's you right. know what I'm saying? You're, you're going to be like, let me have my moment.
3: I still think that's on two different platforms, too. What do you mean? You know what I'm saying? As far as male abuse and woman abuse, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, it's on two different platforms. One is it, not
0: as common. but right. One Absolutely. is not as common and one Absolutely. is not going to hurt as bad.
3: Absolutely. Because <laughs> if you if you was raised to be any type of king or man, you know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that ain't going bother you or ain't gonna phase you you know what i'm saying so i mean i don't know
0: so london what um were your parents aware of the abuse you experienced no but i'm absolutely sure my mom had peep game as far as him
6: altering my behavior
0: mm-hmm.
6: um even when they would come over shame on me i would go sit in a room with him and close the door mm. um, when, when
0: your parents came to visit yes to, so your yeah. parents would come from flint go to detroit yeah sit in your apartment and instead of you talking to your parents that traveled 45 minutes down 75 south you would just go mm-hmm. sit in the room yeah i would
6: he so, really and, had you
3: was your dad still with your mom? <laughs> um
0: this
6: is my stepdad my real dad died before i turned to you okay, okay. um so but they didn't know about the abuse like My mom talked to Carrie, like Carrie was snitching at her all the
0: time. Right. That's what good (laughs) friends do. I tell all my best friend all the time. Shout out to you, Wanisha. I will call (laughs) her mom in a minute when she said tripping. And she'd be like, what do you think? I'm a child. What my mama going to do? I don't care. I'm still telling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
6: So they didn't know about that. I didn't tell anybody. And it's not like I told a whole lot of people until I wrote this book. And I'm like, you know, they asked about him. And I said, oh, uh, I sent him to jail. And they're like, what? I was like yeah, he put his hands on me for the last time, and I didn't want to dwell on it, so I was just like, "That's the end of it. Know that it's done. We don't talk."
0: hmm yeah, Wow. So
6: it's, what what
3: what what do you think would have happened if stepdad would have found out?
0: Yeah, if your stepdad would have like known, no. what do you think he would have done? Um,
6: he probably would have advised me to go to court. My brother. Probably would have laid hands. My uncles, like you, cannot imagine the people who have hit me up after
0: you wrote the book. So I don't,
6: yeah, I don't know how long you've been following me, but the pictures I uploaded were very graphic, mm-hmm. and I didn't say anything at first. I was just quote, you know, a statistic, and they're like, "What's going on with you?" Because at first I uploaded my book cover, but it had my face. So a lot of people thought it was like sexual, like I'm in S&M and shit. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, oh, like somebody put their hands on you.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
6: I'm getting text messages, inboxes from all types of dudes I haven't talked to in you know seven, eight years. Like, why didn't right. you tell me you, I would have beat his ass?
0: You didn't realize. <laughs> did So were you overwhelmed by the response? Like, did you not realize how many allies you had? How many people would have came to your rescue? How many people would have had your back to give you the strength to walk away? So I'm
6: going to tell you about one scene and why I I stopped involving people. Mm -hmm. So my friend Cameron, I had not known him very long at the time. um, He started yelling at me one day and cursing me out. Hadn't put his hands on me yet, but he called the police on me. And I was sitting there, confused as hell, like, screaming a masked face. Mm-hmm. And he's telling the police, like, you need to come here. My girlfriend won't leave. She's trashing my house. She's trying to hit me. You need to come now. I'm scared. And I'm just looking at this happen. I don't have a car. And then he hangs up with them. And he's like, you need to get the hell out of my house. You need to leave now. So it's it's night. It's, and it's October cold mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I go upstairs. I call my friend Cameron. And I'm like, hey, like, he just called the police on me. Can you come get me? And immediately, like he answered the phone, like, what's up, DZ? He's like, yeah, I'll leave. I'm on my way. <laughs> then he heard him yell upstairs, like, oh, you fucking him. Like, oh, get the fuck out. He can't mm-hmm. come get you. And I'm like, but you told me to leave.
0: Right. So- and now you're telling me to stay. Now <laughs> yeah. you're acting like I'm sleeping with a dude. and I not want you, you leave with him. And not only that, yeah. like how could you possibly think I'm sleeping with somebody else and I'm with you f- 23 out of 24 hours of the day. <laughs> like- yeah, we were always <laughs> together.
6: So Cameron heard that and he's like, stand up for me, don't hang up. And it- then he started hearing him. Pushed me into walls. He started hearing our uh, mm-hmm. feet going down the stairs. It was really loud. He's mm-hmm. cussing me out, and I'm just like my body is just bang, 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 yeah. all in the wall. Yeah, like... And he's um, choking me, rips my chain off my neck, you know. And then oh eventually, gosh. he picks me up. And in the book, I say he throws me out of the door like DJ Jazzy Jeff on first Friends. 'Cause it oh. it's literally so surreal. I remember skidding on the pavement.
0: Oh my gosh.
6: And then. Oh. He came outside,
0: mm-hmm. and he
6: kept yelling at me. So when the was police he calling came, you Was
0: he calling you bitches and hoes?
6: Oh, all kind of bitches and hoes and sluts and, you know, ain't shit, and I'm a fucking groupie, and I just oh fuck celebrities. And um, so when Cameron pulled up, he did not shut the door, and he has a gun on his hip. And he's like, you want to throw some shit? Throw some shit now. Throw mm. some shit now. And then the police pull up, and thank God they saw a black man with a gun, and they didn't think, okay, he's the problem. Yeah, they were like, you know, just get back in the car. Like we got this. Like they de-escalated the situation. Like they probably would have if he was a white guy today.
0: Right. With a gun. Well, thank God so. because look, I think I think Detroit officers and Flint officers have a greater understanding of their community. Absolutely. as opposed to some of these other places, you um, wow, like Grizz is over here, he's sim- he, like Boy. he ready to go really find this dude real. and get so, so
3: a yeah, so the Cotton. I had a Grizz, right? House <laughs> wouldn't that. have made it there, man. he would have been Swiss cheesed up, <laughs> trying to tell you
6: it's uh, I was scared because I was like, oh, my God, what if he kills him? Like, I did, I was, felt like I didn't think this through. I shouldn't have called him. I immediately retreated into this is my fault. Yeah. Now something's going to happen to him. And when the police got there, like, I thought I was going to go to jail.
0: Yeah, because he I called I the police on you. He was yeah. very You You brought up some emotions to me as you were talking about him thinking that, you were sleeping with your ally, right? And mm-hmm. and that's, you know, for those who are just tuning in, we're talking about intimate partner abuse, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional abuse. I got you, Corey. I'm sorry. And... um Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Corey
3: <laughs> said, pick me up, too. Uh, I'm coming. I was okay. like, yeah, we on the <laughs> way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We on the no yeah.
0: way. Yeah, yeah. Corey's in the chat room ready to ride we on, on dude, no as way as well. I appreciate <laughs> It's. I'm so glad you're sharing this, but the thing that you said was that you know he's always blaming you on sleeping with people, and in my mm-hmm. relationship that I was in, I mean everybody I was sleeping with, you sleeping with uh my my fraternity brothers, I take a picture with somebody, mm-hmm. oh you're sleeping with them, and it's and I would instead of I was always constantly defending myself, and I would be like, "You know my character no trust, you man. know you know my character, why would you think right. that, or you know I don't even I don't come off like that, you know." I I'm and I'm a friendly person by nature. Um London, I know you're younger than me. You went to Central, but I'm friends with a lot of your friends. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm just a friendly, <laughs> you know. Anybody that knows today
3: <laughs> knows that she hangs around a lot of people. Yeah. And, but it's not like that, it's you know not what I'm saying? Like She's that. always just really friendly cordial really cordial. Homebody. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm
0: very cordial. And so, you know, like I was always getting blamed. So it made me think think bad of myself like am I putting out this vibe but it was always this e- explaining that I was doing I always had to explain myself and for anybody that's listening if, if anybody out there if you want to share this with a young girl teenage girls like you know you don't have to feel you don't have to question yourself you don't have to prove yourself to nobody if you if if you know that that's not what you're doing but I think us young ladies people like you and I London who have been in these situations you you, like mm-hmm. you said you retreat and you're you know you're like you maybe cover up a little bit more be less friendly and I'm a hugger too everybody knows me like <laughs> I'm a hugger like hey boo come hug me <laughs> you know I'm and, a head not person <laughs> like. yeah so but then because he was always blaming me oh excuse me accusing me I didn't mm-hmm. even want to hug and so when people would encounter me and I wasn't hugging they thought something was wrong with me like this that you know because I'm an equal opportunity hugger male or female
2: (laughs) come give me a hug you know and
0: you know it's it's nice to see you give me a hug yeah and (laughs) I just would you know stop which was changing uh a lot about you know myself so we have uh shout out to Janice Janice uh uh, is in the chat room she says hi Diz hi Tanae (laughs) (laughs) she says um she says she's so proud of you, uh, London, for sharing your story. Don't she not <laughs> She said, you know what she dealt with was Satan Jr. Yes. Um, A.K.A. hashtag he, should, he, he who shall not be named.
6: She Can said, I say FDB? Like <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. FD, absolutely. <laughs> FDB
0: all day. She actually says, you're such an inspiration. She says she's mad all over again. She says she's ready to ride out on Satan FDB right now. <laughs> she says, "You're resilient and you're you're turning your test into a testimony." Love you,
3: girl. I'm going to pick her Thank up, too. You. <laughs> we in the van. We in the van. I'm like, picking her up, uh, too. I'm oh. the
6: worst. You know, <laughs> you're talking about
0: testimonies, and I'm <laughs> over here like, shook night with the verbiage. <laughs> <laughs> it's Let's all do. good. Uh, sometimes your testimony got a cuss word or two, and then when you done been through hell, shit, as my mama Boy. would say. <laughs>
6: that's, that's why I
0: said, you know, I'm going to curse all up and through this book because ain't nothing about what I've been through. <laughs> Wait a minute. Jen says, same here tonight. His insecurities plus my love. Letters because we're both Greek uh, equals me sleeping with every male in the Greek instead absolutely Jen That's crazy, that man. you know I, I was always getting abused and I'm like I, I'm not a I'm not a promiscuous person by nature It's like and you know and so I, especially. <laughs> i'm a one and only type gal you're right about that though <laughs>
3: you're you gonna get one tonight and one today only
0: <laughs> right <laughs> so you know this person blaming me and it's like when you're when you are greek london are you greek i'm not sure if you are no but my friends are you know yeah and so you know when you're greek you're gonna interact with other fraternities i mean yep. you're just gonna the it, it increases your network right yep. and so mm-hmm. yeah i'm sorry that you had to go through that gym but you know it's like every dude i'm I'm not, I ain't even checking for like... Cut that out. You know what? That just pissed me off. We're going to go on you know,
3: a... You <laughs> Look, people that uh, be accusing a lot, man, that means, that, that means they story is. straight. That's what they straight. do.
0: Let me tell you. Look, we,
3: they,
0: they, I'm going to touch on that, and then we're going to go on a on a musical break. Okay. But you're absolutely right. That Like like I said earlier in the show, London, Oh boy, mm-hmm. Satan was projecting on you. And a lot of times when a dude is constantly blaming you, they're doing that. Foul play. And that's what happened. Into my situation. Once I got out of it, oh boy, was sleeping with Jane, Marie, Shakisha, Shawanda, Kiara. Trash uh, It was <laughs> what's that Dmx song? It was time. <laughs> I mean, the whole song. And, uh, <laughs> D'oh, D'oh, D'oh. Diane and Alicia, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I been ice cream, <laughs> So, I know about it. Listen, we're going to go on a break and then we're going to return and continue our conversation with L.M. Reed, the author of Run Sis. Calm down, okay? Calm down. Listen to me. Listen to me. Get your stuff
7: and come home. Contemplating is it worth it?
0: Welcome back to this edition of Tene Talks. If you're just now tuning in, we are discussing intimate partner abuse and domestic uh, violence abuse in relationships, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional abuse, with author L.M. Reed, aka London Reed. And she is the author of the book Run Sis, chronicling her experience in a domestic intimate partner relationship with the guy she was with who uh, abused her verbally, who assaulted her physically. Um, who choked her and eventually she was brave enough to run away and press charges on his hoe ass. London, are you there?
3: She gotta unmute her mic.
0: You gotta unmute your mic, honey. I think she hung up. No, she's still here. Okay. Uh, In the meantime, we're um, discussing, you know, intimate partner violence. And sometimes it's not just, you know, the physical abuse. It is the emotional footprint that they leave on you um, and the hurt that they cause you beyond that relationship. And it's just horrible. Um, London, in the book, you can order her book on Amazon it is called Run Sis, that is R U N and then Sis S I S. And you can get get it there on um Amazon. It's a very reasonable price. And um in London, she um she is very brave in this story. This man that she was went that she was with, pre- preyed on her. He caught her at a very emotional and vulnerable state. And when he caught her, you know, she leaned into him for comfort and he abused that. And, and he had a power over her um, where he just, Used it to run her down because he wasn't doing the best in life. If you're just now tuning into a show, he was in and out of school. He was basically a dropout, couldn't hold a job. And because he was powerless in those areas, I guess he decided that, you know what? I can be powerful in this area. And mm-hmm. that's she what should he
3: should be here. you can hear us? Yes. All right, she's All
0: right, so we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we got London back on the track. Got
3: London down the
0: track. London on the track. Hey, hey, turn up, turn up. Ah. (laughs) okay so <laughs> like,
3: i was look i almost queued up some music you know what i'm saying
0: yeah we're sad we lost you for a bit london we are just still reeling um from the things that you just shared with us prior yep. to the musical break you know about this man choking you this man calling the police on you and after he didn't beat your ass the yep. nerve you know that's some reverse psychology right. for your ass right just, that's crazy. that That's
3: what he is. I
6: thought he was setting the stage to, like, have uh, alibis. You know, he, he, absolutely or he absolutely was.
0: He absolutely was. Did you ever feel like that you were going to die when you were with this man? Yeah, a
6: couple of times. Uh, in specific, there was a night after the club, and he was you know, upset with me. He was drunk, but he was upset with me because I didn't remember where the car was. But wow, disclaimer, I'm not good with direction. I'm good with a lot of other things, but not mm-hmm. direction.
0: That photographic the... memory fails yeah. you in a direction first. Um, yes. And that's, that's the like the that's the part of the uh book that I read that I was gonna touch in after y'all left the club. And um you said that you and I'm gonna let you talk about that part and then we'll get to the part about the cops. So go ahead and explain to our listeners what happened that night.
6: Okay, so we're leaving. I can't find the car, and he's like, "Uh, you know, you don't even drink. Are you drunk? Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you know where the car is?" And I am in five-inch stilettos. Okay, and I'm not a wallflower, so I
0: dance. All night. So your feet was on swole hurt. I bet you. Was, I bet
3: you she look good too.
0: She she looked good all the time. Go check out her Facebook. He she fight. always fly. He wanna find. I would have carried her to the lost you car. You would uh, said he would have carried you. He would have hoisted you over his shoulders. Get on my back, baby.
3: Let's go find it together.
6: <laughs> so I I was you know trying to do the best I could. I could not find that goddamn car. So we're walking he's you know leaving me behind my feet hurt and i'm not one of those girls that take my shoes off. i just bear it so i'm trying to keep up you know he's cussing me out every five minutes and then he's like again well fuck it you just need to find a way home
0: so again wow so he was gonna then how was he gonna get home i I don't know i guess he figured he would find it by himself the car but you he's gonna find it but you can't roll with him yeah, the yeah, nerve of this slime that. bag! <laughs> like, See, I, I'm, I'm trying
3: to hold my tongue. You know, so I can, Don't
0: hold your tongue, man, I'm, try, I'm trying
3: to like, man, that shit is. I soft, mean, this is man. not funny,
0: but that dude was a psychopath.
3: Man, ignorant man!
0: Like, these ass big stand uh, on, on, on all ten. I stand tall. Say,
3: we wouldn't have made it to the car. If she was looking that good. I'm like, you know what? Forget that car.
0: Or, or, or a gentleman would have been like, you know, wait at the door. I'll find Absolutely. the car. While I'll,
3: she out there walking. In the first oh, place.
6: Oh, listen, it's another chapter
3: about me pushing a car in the middle of
6: the night with him,
0: but yeah, I have to rerun. you pushing the car? <laughs> Who, who's staring at <laughs> Who raised this nigga? Who
6: right. raised I, I,
3: I Look, like I, I need to pull his daddy car.
0: <laughs> his daddy is in jail.
3: Oh, okay. He was. He, <laughs> had,
6: he
2: <laughs> had recently
0: got out when we started dating. But. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. So you're walking. He like, you know what? Since you can't remember where the car is, your ass walking. So what happens next?
6: So earlier that night because he was like a fake Detroit rapper. So he... <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Your boy. Listen. You know, if he'll play my song, because I was really good friends with the promoter.
2: Mm-hmm. And I'm like,
6: I uh, didn't really want to, but I was like, damn, I kind of have to because he's going to be on my ass if I don't and think I'm fucking this guy because right. that's always like that. Right. So... I texted him, like, hey, can you play my boyfriend's song? <laughs> he's like, no, nah, maybe next time. And I was kind of relieved, like, thank God. Right. Because so, low key,
0: know. old boy was garbage.
2: Hashtag yeah, boo boo. Like,
6: <laughs> <laughs> like, amen. So he was upset about that. So he starts talking shit about him. Oh my God. But at the time, I was like, well, I could call my friend to come get me, but they were like over it. And I didn't want to, not over it, like they would not intervene. I don't mean like that. But they right. were over it like, it, like, you know. So the situation. We're tired of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I could have called them. But instead, I was like, let me call a guy. This was before the whole gun situation, before I was totally uncomfortable with involving involved with other people. So I am mm-hmm. like, hey, can you come get me? And he's like, yeah, I'm catching on at the club. Give me a minute. So as we're walking, we run into a police officer. And he could just see it all over my face. He heard him you know, yelling at me, but it's not really much you can do. Like, even though I'm sure he peeped game, like, oh, he's abusive as hell. Mm-hmm. You can't arrest somebody for just thinking they're abusive as hell. Right. So he right. asked
0: me, are you ask me, are you okay? So, I want and to I'm chime like, in right there. That was my question I was going to ask you. The cops saw that there were... In, in your mind, because I read that part, why didn't you ask the officer, could he give you a ride? Because I feel like the officer would have... He could see... Clearly, but Mm -hmm. he needed you to initiate the help me. You know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah. I knew better. I knew myself better. I knew I wasn't going to actually leave him alone because of that. Because, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, that was the norm. I was used to him cursing me out Mm -hmm. and accusing me of fucking people. So that wasn't, you know, anything out the norm, even though I was scared. Mm -hmm. I was scared because it's late at night. It's late at night. Mm -hmm. He's leaving me behind. He's telling me I need to figure out a way to get home. So I I honestly thought he was going to leave me.
2: -hmm. But then
6: the accusations got more intense. And the first time the officer saw us, because it was more than once, and low key, he may have just been like stalking me from afar Mm -hmm. to make sure he didn't pull no shit. Right. So he's like, Are you okay? And I say, Yeah, I'm fine. And I kept my head down. Like I didn't want to make eye contact with him because I knew he was watching me. I Mm -hmm. knew he saw like a police officer talk to me and he was like, She better not fucking snitch on me. Mm -hmm. I didn't. And then we're walking some more, and, you know, he's yelling at me again, calling me all kind of bitches and hoes, because we still can't find the car. Mm. So then the officer said something to me again, and he's in a car now. And he's like, do you need help? And I said, well, yeah, actually, we can't find the car. So we got in the car, and he took us to the car. And he kind of looked at me before I got out, and like, you know, probably what you were saying. Like, do you want me to take you home? Right. Like, just you don't need just to give me to the with- word. <laughs> yeah. But that that wasn't the situation I would say. I, I thought he was going to do something. But that same club, we are leaving. And he, somebody in his family had died. And I'm not a consoler. Like, I may look like I'm a consoler. Like, I'm super caring. But I'm really not, like, how people think I should be. It's kind of I'm kind of awkward, you know. You tell me somebody died, like I can say I'm sorry and do you need anything? But outside of that, I don't. I'm not the person to like rub you on your back and tell you it's okay right. cause it's not okay. Somebody died, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, um, you know, just leave me alone. So I went to the club. I went to go to Nicki Minaj and Drake and Lil Wayne's after party. I'm having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. I literally tried. I was like, you know, hey. Do you need anything? I did my best. And he was like, no, you know, you're doing it wrong, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So I said, fine. So I went out. Then he's texting me, like, how could you leave me? You know, I need you. You know, such and such just died. And how could you be so selfish? And in retrospect, it probably was for me to go live my life that night. Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like you told me to leave so right it's kind of <laughs> like, like he tells
0: you one thing but it's not what he means like yeah, and, he, and, he, literally... and he expects you to know that he don't mean it that way boy
3: ain't nobody got time for no games <laughs> don't yeah. nobody you know what what to... ain't nobody what you that want
0: that's so raisin'. Ain't, ain't nobody that so raving I cannot see into the future I right. don't know what is in your head say what yeah. you mean and mean what you say but so the... eventually he
6: starts texting me stuff like um I see you and I was like what because I'm not thinking he's gonna come to the club and somebody just died and he just starts describing stuff like so he was stalking you yes where I am he did this several times but at the time I did not realize he was actually stalking me so he's you know like uh I see this I see that and I'm like where are you because I couldn't see him
3: don't he got a job yeah. interview or something to be at?
6: <laughs> so then he's like, come down here and talk to me because he couldn't get in VIP. <laughs> <laughs> hey. How you gonna hate from outside? Right. Get in.
3: That's that's so, where you should have left and right then and there. If you can't get in VIP, <laughs> you need to be left. Okay. Right.
0: If you so, can't go past the red right, rope, if you
3: amongst the commoners,
0: you know what I'm saying.
3: You need to stay amongst the commoners. Okay.
0: You can't sit with us, boo boo.
3: Right.
6: <laughs> so i went downstairs unfortunately because he told me to and he's yelling at me and telling me how horrible a person i am and how selfish i am over and over again literally like a broken record i'm apologizing i'm sorry telling you you know i'm telling him what i told you like i'm sorry he told me to leave i don't, I don't know you know right. what can i do mm-hmm. so then he starts pushing me into the wall at the club like push me in the wall, grab me by my arms, pull me back, push me into the wall again, grab me by my arms, pull me up, push me back into the
0: wall. Again. This is oh at the God. club, and nobody yeah. came to help you. No, somebody did eventually. So I am eventually to get he did him off it about me. fifteen <clears throat> times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that?
6: I'm trying to get away from him, and then the security guard came by. And because we were like in a in a secluded area, like when I tell yeah. you he knew what he was doing, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a lot of traffic right in that section. So yeah. the security guard came, he would throw him out. So then I go back upstairs to my friends. I don't even think I told them in the moment what had happened, and I was just trying to calm down during the rest of the night. And he still texts me like come out, you're coming home, and quote unquote home. <laughs> if you read the book, that was really ironic too because. It was not my home. It was a home he shared with somebody else. But sure, well, he's like, <laughs> I, I'll get to that in a second.
2: Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> Girl, i get in it. i
6: get in. It's a, it's a pretty good book. So I go out. I might out. have to buy the
3: book, man. You do. <laughs> I so I,
6: I go out. Eventually, when the club let out, and my friend is like, Megan, she's like, come on. Don't leave with him. And he's yelling at me, like, come here, like, you're coming home. You're coming with me. And she's yelling, don't leave with him. And he's yelling, you better not leave with them. So I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to deal with him. I would rather them be mad at me than have to deal with his ass. Mm-hmm. So I left with him. And he's driving, like, some some area I didn't recognize. It wasn't a main road, and there was no music playing. And I just remember him talking to me, like, really low, like, so, what's wrong with you? Hmm. Like, you think I'm going to hurt you? Why are you so nervous? Like, literally talking to me like that, going down, like, an abandoned street, and my heart's beating. And I'm, like, at this point, looking at the locks on the doors, like, really intensely, like, can I pull this up with my hands if he does something? you know, can I um, you know, I'm looking for somebody for me to duck off and run, possibly. And he's just driving further and further down, like, Why are you so scared? You think I'ma hurt you? You think I'm gonna try to kill you or something?
0: He said that? Yes. Yeah. So oh, hell no.
6: I was just like <clears throat> pressed against the seat and I'm like, you know, I didn't call the police. In hindsight it's twenty twenty, but I should have, but it just did not cross my mind. I was more so thinking Where's he gonna stop? Is he gonna pull up to one of these houses? Like does he have some shit in the trunk, like a shovel? I don't know. So he's still talking to me in this creepy tone, still like giving these you know, passive-aggressive threats, um, you know. I me. really
0: need you to send me a picture of him and his name <laughs> offline. Like, I, Grizz she, is over she, here tapping she, his foot, shaking. She
3: better not <laughs> send a no, no picture of him so. or his name. She better keep him unknown. He needs to be called Satan.
6: Yeah, I, I have to. So then um, he eventually gets on the main road and he's still threatening me, but I'm a little less scared. Because I actually see that the street is illuminated now. Before, Mm -hmm. it was just just dark. Only lights were from his car. So he's driving, and he's still threatening me. And I saw a sewer coming up. And my fight or flight kicked in a little bit. So he's driving, and I threw the car in the park. I snatched the keys out, and I opened the door. And he's pissed. What the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And I held the keys over the drain. Like, I I timed this shit perfectly. Like, it was a fucking movie. Like, I had done this before or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you don't quit talking to me crazy, I'm going to throw these keys down the motherfucking drain. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't do that because it's his dad's Cadillac for once. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you a fake baller. You can replace these keys if you got it. Mm-hmm. So he's calming down. Like, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to scare you. You know, I wouldn't do nothing to hurt you. And I'm just like...
0: He knows okay. he wouldn't do nothing to hurt. Dude, yeah. you've been hurting me since
3: yeah. <laughs> since so we began. No, no yeah. comment. No comment.
6: <laughs> what? Yeah, right. I, I felt like I bought myself some time, though, honestly, and unfortunately, because I was like, "All right, he knows I'm I'm about this life. Like, I will throw the keys out. We both be stranded on this curb, on this illuminated curb." So he didn't like say anything else to me, but he would swerve the car a lot. Because he knew I was afraid of dying in the car. Mm. Because of my car accident. Uh. So he he
0: couldn't help himself. Mm -hmm. He had to
6: do just something else. And when we got to his house. um, I used to have like this rule. Like okay. I'll cry in the shower. When I turn the water off. I gotta stop crying. So he was laying down. On the infamous air mattress. Mm -hmm. And my friends. You know They. They knew I was scared. I had texted them about it a couple of times. And I, I was like, I don't want you guys to call me. Please don't text me. Please don't message me. I don't want him to see any type of contact from anybody because he's going to question me about it. Mm-hmm. Especially if he sees it's their names because he knows that they mm-hmm. So I laid down on the air mattress and i tried you know when you're crying and your chest is rising and so you're like sniffling and yeah, you're kind
0: of heaving
6: yeah so i was trying not to breathe too hard cuz he was sleeping i didn't want to wake him up because it was like at least i will have some peace mhm until he wakes up in the morning
0: wow you didn't you want you didn't want to wake the sleeping bear how did you um how were you able to be intimate with him after that? Like, how how was the sex? Did it still feel good? Did it did it feel oh, obligatory?
6: You know, crazy guys always
7: got
3: the dope, D. I don't know what that <laughs> is about, <laughs> but he was. Say say say. Wait a minute. She hey, look look. Look, okay. It's
0: always unexpected.
3: Hey, it's unexpected with you every time. Every time. Talk, every time. Listen to me. It goes the same both ways.
0: It
3: do. The crazy girl. We
0: do have the best.
3: Boy, the one that break your windows and follow you at work, got the snapper.
5: That's why homie be like, man,
3: why you keep dealing with that crazy girl? Man, you have no idea. You <laughs> have no idea. When she comes, when she comes, that box right. You know what I'm saying? I know today he didn't turn red. I ain't never seen no chocolate girl turn red
0: <laughs> because, oh my God! I, I no comment. No, it's true. It's Where, true. Hey,
3: you look, it. It, is it is what it is.
0: So the so the loving was still right. It's like after even all this craziness, he could just dick you down, and it's like. Uh, yeah back to let me give him one on on more it. chance <laughs> yeah, yeah
6: he he was, you know, no chance. I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> oh you know, my god put the old
0: r kelly song on oh no the words not the pie piper he had you, you hypnotized that, that's you were a, dick-matized, look, child. That's <laughs> the, yeah
3: if you put r kelly on depending on what song you put on that was a red flag
0: <laughs> red <Yeah>. flag <laughs> this is the thing ladies listening out there do not be digmatized. We've oh all God. been there. Please don't. Uh, let me tell you, dick dictimization. Well, where do you find these <laughs> <and> terminologies <laughs> at? I mean, look, look. Dictimization is real, ladies. And don't fall victim. I know we yep. all have, but if you are someone who has yet to be digmatized, you have to that for the dick challenge is real. Someone who's currently digmatized right now is Janae Aiko. She got this nigga face tattooed on her body that she's hit, she's definitely dickmatized. She's, she's stamped out. Dick is always for everybody.
3: Hey, don't okay. remember, hey, dictatorship falls under that too.
0: Okay, he's dictatorshiping you. <laughs> right. But ladies, listen, no, on a serious note, like, it's, sometimes, you know, to be celibate is, is cool or to cool off on the because it can cloud your judgment a lot. You right. know, London put it in very funny terms, crazy niggas always got the good D, but, at the, at the same time, sometimes you got to cut that because it will cloud you because then you will you will biggie them. You will give them one more chance because it's right. like, well, huh. Because them endorphins, the, the same things that are released from your body when you climax an orgasm is the same stuff that people get high off of, that they get in the cocaine. You know, that same stuff is released. So you got to be careful. Protect your neck at all costs. Guard your heart, all of that pray and actively yeah, London said at the beginning of the other of podcast that um you know she was praying and asking for these signs, but then that free will kicked in i e that victimization and it was like, mm-hmm. you know what God, I know you gave me a way out I'm just going to tiptoe back in. You know, most highly yeah, bad like, like, as ever. Mom. Like,
3: she keep praying for a sign, give her a sign, and she going to stay.
0: And she going to stay. Right. This
3: nigga. Right, right,
0: right. And <laughs> be like, Jesus, put her put her, put her, her prayers on voicemail. <laughs> don't do that, Lord. Don't ever put us on voicemail, Lord. Don't do not do us like we be doing. Right. <laughs> so, right. um, is it easier for you to spot an abuser after what you've gone through?
3: Wow. Question.
6: Um, I feel like it is because I definitely peeped the situation with one of my friends really early on,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and like me, she like lied about it,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and I'm like, "But no,
0: you I like girl, that. I didn't like, see any signs. I didn't see this. Yeah, <laughs> this is the rerun. Like,
6: yeah, how I was acting.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And I'm like, no, I've seen this before. And eventually, you know, she started telling me more. Like, you know, yeah, you were right. Yeah, that happened.
3: Were you able to pull her out of that? Yeah.
6: Um, I wouldn't say I'm responsible for for pulling her out of it. I would give her 100% of the credit, just like I would give myself 100% credit. Because people gave me advice all the damn time. But it wasn't until I was ready that I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's time. But other people, like, you know, online, I've seen some stuff.
3: Between people I
6: grew up with and they'll like post certain oh, things. See the you there. Know,
3: people are starting and they want
6: to make the eggs on if they want to. I'm sorry,
0: up. London. We can't hear you. Did you move to a different place? You're breaking no, up. i me oh, turn okay. it up. Okay, hear we, me again. yes, we can yeah. hear you now.
6: Where did you hear last? <laughs>
0: um, the thing that you said about 100%, you, you take the credit for oh, walking away.
6: Yeah, definitely. Because people gave me advice and I didn't listen to it. So when I was ready, I did it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know people came with me to court, but none of them could sign those papers and consent to actually following through with charges.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And I was just saying, I see signs online. I see people I grew up with, like they shade their partner online, and then when people egg them on mm-hmm. and talk shit about their spouse or girlfriend that they they know both partners and they openly just talk shit and down them,
2: mm-hmm. they don't
6: defend them. And then I I noticed like after that, the girl will say something like, you know, she's just so sad and she doesn't have anybody, and I'm just like it's. It's because you're like he's bullying you online. So mm-hmm. I do not doubt that he's, you know, verbally abusing you and even maybe physically abusing you. Mm
0: hmm. Do you um can you I, I know I just said that can you spot an abuser, but can you give our listeners some some surefire signs that a guy is an abuser? What can the listeners um look out for to he like- will isolate you?
6: That's probably one of the first things he's going to do.
0: So isolation.
6: He's going to realize who your closest friends are. Mm-hmm. He's going to come up with reasons why you should not hang out with them.
0: Mm.
6: He's going to instigate fake drama. Mm-hmm. He's not going to want you to be around your family even. Like he used to tell me all the time, you know, I hate when you go to Flint. It's dangerous there. Like he wasn't from goddamn Detroit. <laughs> <betrayed.
0: laughs> I was just about to say, you're from the
6: D-Dog. Like what? Yeah yeah and he will um at first apologize like it was an accident. Mm-hmm. like oh, I didn't mean to call out your name i I didn't mean to grab your arm that hard. um you know, I, I didn't mean to you know get that upset with you or you know, or then it'll start turning into, well, why did you do this? Had you not done X, Y, Z? And then it'll start becoming, like you said earlier, like you think it's cute. Because like I said, I didn't realize that he was stalking me.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
6: he would pop up on me when I was upset and like really trying to walk away. And he probably peeped at. So he's like, oh shit, like I got to pull up on her. Even when he wasn't welcome. He would stay outside of my apartment and not leave
5: mm-hmm. until
6: I came out and talked to him. Like there was no option. Like he would starve me out on more than one occasion. occasions. And that's very abusive. Like, you should know, like, it's not cute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You tell somebody you don't want them around, and then they force themselves on you until they know, like, oh, she has to come outside eventually. That's not normal. And they're, like, I never put my hands on him. I wanted to, but, you know, there's no way for you to tell me, oh, you made me hit you. No way. I, I didn't grab his arms and put them, or hands, and put them around my neck. I didn't do that. He did that. And there's not enough stories And I talk about that in my book too. Like, I wonder for a long time, like, was he sorry for what he did? But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he was sorry, because even if he did say he was sorry, he wouldn't take back anything he had done.
2: Mhm.
3: Yeah, quiet is kept, uh he should be scared going to flint. Yeah, he it should It is dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous for him.
0: Yeah, he, <laughs> he don't need to roll up in that piece. Um do you um what what advice would you give to your younger self now in hindsight? What are some advice that you would give?
6: Um don't respond to that message on Facebook. <laughs> don't meet people and date people that you don't know on mm. Facebook.
0: Okay. Don't
6: don't meet up with a complete stranger at a restaurant because you think to hell with it he's cute. Um leave when he accuses you of something, the first accusation was he thought I stole money from him.
2: Mm -hmm.
6: And it's not like I'm, uh, you know, come from old money or anything, but I had a pretty awesome life. Like I always had access to a lot of money. And when he accused me of stealing $20, I should have realized something's wrong here. $20?
3: $20. What? And
6: then, oh my yeah. God, man. And then, and mind you, at this time, he didn't know, but I was driving a fully loaded expedition, like complete with leathers and sunroof, okay? Mm-hmm. So right. he what should not have 20. thought that I was pressed for $20. Okay. So, and then um, also blowing up my phone. I kind of thought that was cute at first, too. He called me. If I didn't answer the phone sometimes, he would call me over 100 times
0: wow that That is is psychopath what martin said crazy deranged he was crazy like and and like we like we said at the top of the show we think that sense of possession is cute at first we think especially if we're not used to it if we're used to somebody like calling us every now and then or you know playing games at you know in the first stages you start to think oh well Really checking for me, but that a hundred times and all that's excessive, and that's some that's crazy.
3: I'm gonna call you yeah. once if you don't answer,
0: then you're gonna call me back when you see the Miss call, right? Period,
3: that's yeah.
6: It. Text messages, everything like I should have taken that as a sign,
3: all right? Don't also,
6: call because no. that started early, mm hmm. Yeah, and he <laughs> go
3: ahead, no, you go ahead. I'm sorry, it's on you, uh, it's your light. He... <laughs>
6: He used to also and I'm like really ashamed to say this, but early on he would make me send pictures to him of what I had on so that I could get approval.
3: you talking Ooh. about like regular outfits
6: every day he wanted to see a picture of me and what I had on oh, no.
0: for approval, and if he sent if you what if you were already out about your day, like you forgot to send it, but you sent it and you're already out. Is he like, you need to go home and take that off? Like, what? He he would have a comment if he didn't agree with it.
6: Or, and i say this in the book, too. A couple of times, I would not get permission to go places. Because remember, I told you he isolates you from your friends if mm-hmm. he's abusive. Nine times out of ten. Likely 11 times out of ten, honestly. And uh, I was out with my friend. And I told him, because this time I'm like, I'm not going to ask him permission. I'm just going to do it. I can do what I want. I'm like, oh, I'm going with Megan to this karaoke bar. And he told me, no, you're not. And I said, yes, I am. So I went. And then he timed to me, blowing up my phone, sending me text messages. Where are you? I'm coming to get you. So eventually, I'm like, well, damn. So I told him. So like, I never in a million years thought he was going to pull up on me and pick mm-hmm. me up. That was the first time he did that, but he did it many times.
0: Oh, Wow. Um, do you feel that people may have not believed you were being abused because you're so attractive? A lot of times when someone looks good, you know, and, and you're a physically attractive young lady, and people might okay. be like, you know, um, you're welcome. They might they they might be like, oh, not, that would never happen to somebody like her. Or as Grizz said earlier, because you're not the type to, you know, pop off at the mouth. Oh, that would never happen to somebody like her. Do you feel like that may have hindered you from expressing because of maybe how you felt about yourself. Like, dang, I'm London. This shouldn't even be happening to me. Can you speak to that?
6: I was more so concerned about his reputation. So back in the day, Oh my God, I used to tell all my damn business on Twitter, on Facebook, I was tagging him and everything. We're together. Posting pictures. We're so happy. Loving my life. I love him so much. What would I be without him type of stuff. Oh, gosh. And so I wouldn't blame anybody at that time for not believing me. But I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, people didn't know. Like my close friends had an idea, but not to the extent. Mm-hmm. And um, so now when I posted the book, a couple of people who remember my Twitter days. are mm-hmm. like, really? That guy? you used supposed to talk about him all the time? Like, I'm so mad. Like, why were you <laughs> right. get to him like that? And I'm like, I just didn't, like, I felt like it was more important how he looked, mm-hmm. especially because he was like a fake rapper. So, <laughs> I'm like, he got a little following. Fake
3: you know, rapper.
0: <laughs> but you say that you were protecting him. Can you say? Can you? Um, would you say that you're also protecting your image too that you put out there? Because if we putting out that it's all good, and then we turn around and say it's not, a little bit of that is embarrassment on the woman's end. Like, um, you know, it wasn't all good. It wasn't as picture perfect as I made it. And now I'm gonna be salty. Could do you agree with that statement? Or are you like, no, that's not your experience?
6: This is my take on it. Basically, I didn't say anything. I didn't put him out there like that because I wasn't ready to leave him. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know how cruel the Internet is. When I say he has a following, his hoes used to come for me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't about to say, oh, he's being abusive to me and he's doing this and that. And I wasn't going to leave. And because, you know, people are mean especially people that don't know you. They just see you online. Cause mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you see it all the time. People comment on stuff mm-hmm. like, well, why, why didn't you leave? Like, well, why are you staying? You must like it.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: People say things like that.
0: Yeah. And not only that, when, when the girls, so these girls that were coming for you and him, they were envious. Uh, and they didn't even know, And a lot of times, you know, you can look back like, girl, you can have, like, come get this abuse. And that's the thing with a picture. You're a prime example, London, of faking it for the gram or faking it for the book, right? So everyone sees this picture. And we talked about this last week about the hashtag relationship goals. So no one, and I said this on last week's show, you don't know what happened behind that picture to get to hashtag relationship goals. So while you're up there envious and claiming that you want that, London ladies and gentlemen Was going through hell to high water But yet you mad at her And you want her man You want him and you want You want to be the one taking that selfie You want to be the one to say hey I was at the club with him Not knowing that you had to get your ass beat To get there Mm. they they
6: had him though. He wasn't there was no discretion with the D. But no, he they was didn't for everybody. Have
0: him, have him. <laughs> right, right, right. They they didn't have. And guess what? In some sense, they were lucky they didn't have him. Have him, right? Because mm-hmm. he was just giving them the dick and and not the one too. But yeah. eventually, if you know you if you would have closed up shop and they would have been like, you can come over here, they would have got the business too. Somebody did. Three-time offender. <laughs> Three-time offender, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, th- there's so many cases like that for the ones who are out there listening. Everybody just hasn't pressed charges. It's yeah. okay to press charges. Um, I just saw a, a picture the other day as we were preparing for today's show. And it was a young lady. It was a before picture and after picture. She was in a domestic uh uh violent relationship. The picture on the left was how she looked before and the picture on the right, she was um, basically, I don't know, he, he made her be disabled. So she was in the oh, yeah. hospital, like disabled from brain damage because he had hit her upside her head so many times. So don't be afraid to leave. If you're afraid to press charges because you think you're going to get harmed, don't be afraid to tell People that you think can possibly protect you or help you or get you away. If you got the last $120 of your life and you need to get a greyhound to go to another you know town by all means get away run sis and lastly before we head or out <laughs> <laughs> or you
3: can call Grizz for free
0: or you can call Grizz for free or phase on love phase on love has been going around saying if you have experienced the meat hashtag me too movement um call him and um, he gave out his real number so he said um, any women or any woman that's getting abused, call him. So if you yeah. watch the Sway in the Morning interview, get Faison Love's number, and he yep. he too will help you.
3: I'm gonna put my number out here too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Grizz will also be putting his number out there because he is a DJ. So he probably yep. wants you after he yep. whoops ass. He wants you to book him for the celebration, right? Uh, <laughs> or or
3: just tell him on the low. I'm calling this DJ for your party, baby. All okay. right, and then- yeah. I won't be bringing no equipment. Believe that. But I'm going to bring some equipment. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to bring some equipment. It's going to be attached.
0: So uh, lastly, uh, London, can you um, share with a, a young lady right now out mm-hmm. here in the world? Because um, today's talks is a Listen to Worldwide. Yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. Uh, there's a young lady somewhere or woman listening to this podcast. All right. And i like for you to share with them what would you tell them about abuse? What is the message that you want to leave with someone experiencing what you've gone through?
6: How you don't deserve it, for one. Even when you think it's insignificant, make a paper trail. It's important to make a paper trail because if you don't, what will happen to you is what happened to me. But I luckily was able to change the narrative So if you don't make the paper trail, your abuser has the power to control the narrative, to make you seem like you're crazy. Mm -hmm. You're the lunatic. You're making up things about him. You know, paper trail, paper trail, paper trail, paper trail. You don't deserve it. Um, When you confide in people, don't fault them. For getting frustrated with you because you don't listen to their advice. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's human nature for people to take it personal because mm-hmm. they love you so much. But maybe you need to find a different friend. Not, not like replace them completely, but if their emotions are projecting onto you, it makes you even more emotional because you start to reflect on yourself and think, well, damn, how come I'm not strong enough to leave him? Mm-hmm. Then find somebody else. Find a neutral party. Don't
0: find somebody that's going to shoot them up, bang, bang, because you don't want those type of problems. <laughs> right. But- uh, I want to <laughs> pause right there. Um, thank you for saying that, London. A lot of times we think, let me go call my cousin Pookie to go handle him. Um, I, I That's not always the case because then you'll ruin. Three lives. You'll ruin your life yeah. if you if you caused it. You'll ru- ruin your cousin's life and the, his parents who love him. And then you'll ruin that the the abuser's life. So you're ruining a lot of. It's a it's a domino effect. So, um thank you for saying that, London. Yeah, don't don't you don't always got to be with the rah rah, the boom boom, and all of that. You I'm, know, I'm, handle I'm, handle it the professional way right, if, if you can. I'm
3: sorry. I, I excited
0: people. <laughs>
6: no, a- you're fine. That's a natural reaction. I'm telling you, my inbox has been flooded. But, I mean, hit me up even. So many women have come out to me that I have. I don't know these people mm-hmm. telling me their most intimate details. And I'm all there for it. If you need to vent, by all means. Because although my friends were there at at some point when you are being abused mm-hmm. because of that whole protector's reputation, you don't tell them everything. You That's start to happened. lie to them. Mm-hmm. So a complete stranger, you can talk to therapy. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of therapists at the time. They're so like all of them. No, I'm not going to tell you that You know, therapy is like, like the golden ticket. But it is someplace, a safe place, where you can cry about it if you need to. You can be honest. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and and so, legally, they can't spill the beans. So I always yeah, say. Not,
6: <laughs> not. So I mean, I, you can't be telling them you're trying to harm yourself or others. But um, therapy paper trail you don't deserve that Mm -hmm. and reach out to somebody yeah don't take it personal let your friends take it personal Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they will
0: your friends will thank you for sharing that london and i just want to add to that before we close out is that um when i was in my emotional and mental abuse situation my my cousin is a therapist And she would always ask me, am I getting hit? Like, and I'd be like, no. (laughs) First of all, I didn't realize that I was being emotionally and mentally abused. Number one, when you're in it, I did not realize. But because she was a therapist, she could see certain things I guess I couldn't see. And she would always ask me. I'd be like, no, he's not hitting me. The person never hit me. But, you know, she could tell about the other stuff, right? The emotional and mental. Yeah. And because she dealt with a lot of domestic abuse, she would always say it'll it'll eventually turn to that. It'll eventually turn to that. So anyone who's listening who right now is not physical yet with your intimate partner, but it is emotional or mental or or verbal, (laughs) in the words of L.M. Reed, run (laughs) sis, because eventually it will lead to that. Luckily for me, it did not lead to that. Um, But, you know, those scars and those mental things last If a person is telling you you're too big You know, then that will play on your psyche And like London said earlier If they're isolating you from your friends Or you don't need to hang with that Or don't wear that Or, you know, controlling you Control is not love, sis Possession is not love, sis so run, sis. Um, and that concludes this episode of today Talks. Uh, London, in true today Talks fashion, you have to give your shout-outs on this show. So now is your time to give my listeners your social media handles and also tell them where they can purchase your amazing book, Run, Sis, about your experience with intimate partner abuse and violence. Awesome.
6: Thank you. So Instagram, L U N. D E E Z Y. So Lund D Z. Facebook. L dot M dot Read. R-E-I-D. Francis is on Amazon. It's on iTunes and Barnes and Noble. Please, if you get it, let me know and please rate it.
0: Absolutely. So I'll have for my listeners out there, I'll make sure I put that on the Tanay Talks. Facebook page where you can purchase her book and where you can follow her on social media and for the women out there who have experienced intimate partner abuse and you want to share with someone where you won't be judged or someone who has experienced what you experienced you can hit up London she said you know she you know may not have the solution but she can listen um, also here in the chat room Corey said just a little plug for Wayne State Police if you're in the Detroit or Metro area near WSU campus and you're involved in a domestic violence situation called Wayne State Police their response time is usually 5 minutes give or take and the number is 313 that again that is and we're putting is that-, that sorry
6: Corey Black
0: yes Hey, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's Corey. Um, And we're mentioning the Wayne State Police because if you're just now tuning in to the end of the show, London at the time was a student at Wayne State University when this uh, incident was occurring with her. So for those who need the help or attending any college campus, there is help for you on college campuses, whether it's in the counseling center, whether you go to your academic advisor, they can point you to resources so that you don't have to experience intimate partner abuse. stated earlier in the show, intimate partner abuse happens with women between the, eight, uh, the ages of 18 and 25 years old, which is usually college age. And this is not just targeting women that are in college, but women who are not in college. Working women. The young lady that works at McDonald's KFC or at your local retail store, this can happen too. I want to give my shout out as always. Give a shout out to my son, AJ. Uh, he is not I here in the her. studio with me this time. He's out hanging with my sister, Clarice. Shout out to my sister, Clarice, for coming through in the clutch so I can enjoy my birthday weekend team aquarius Woo-woo. it's aquarius season out here yes happy birthday hey hey turn up thank you the official birthday is tuesday february 13th on today talks tuesday okay all right. <laughs> but my sister bless her heart god bless her um that she's taking my son so that i can turn up shout out to my sweetheart uh t um thank you for uh, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. being such a, a sweet <laughs> man. You know, you're a kind man and that I am so blessed that I don't have to experience intimate partner abuse <laughs> <T is> awesome, <laughs> then, in right. this situation. Well, cool, uh, right. Shout out to Flint Central High School and the Flint yes. Central Magnet Program. Me and London, our alumni of the Magnet Program, we smart out here in East Street. It seems like everybody in the Magnet Program is a success story out here in East Street. I agree. <laughs> so shout out to Flint Community Schools because they made us, okay? I uh, want to give a shout out uh, to all all the ladies that uh, went out for my birthday. Uh shout out to Julia, Crystal, Miss Brianna, uh my sorors, Toya, Shatina, who else came out? Chisa. Hey, everybody, and everybody's going to celebrate with me tonight um for my birthday. And Where we're are you going? I'm out here in these Streets. Out here in. The- <laughs> 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 Thanks to all those who uh, li- uh who participated in the chat room. Thanks to all the listeners out there listening in podcast land. And shout out to the whole Flint City, Dallas. Uh, Michigan, Texas, Atlanta, and the whole world. Because Tanae Talks worldwide. Because today Talks and up. you listen. We're going to end this show on a high note with some Tupac. Keep your head up. So if you yeah. are in an abusive relationship, want to come out of an abusive relationship, just got out of an abusive relationship, we want you to never forget to keep your head up. Uh, rest in peace to the homie Tupac. Thank you, London. Thank you. Peace.
5: Oh my God, Sally lies and a little girl named Karin. Some say the black of the better, the sweet of the juice. I say the dark of the flesh and the deep deeper the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Two pockets kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. When you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. But so please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Give, but don't forget, girl, keep your ass. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him. Because sister, you don't need him. And I ain't trying to catch up. I just call him how I see him. You know what makes me unhappy. that? When brothers make mates and leave a young mother to be a hat. And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and I came from a woman. I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women. to our women and if we don't we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies and make the babies oh, yeah. and since a man can't make one he has no right to tell a